Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. Ooh, and I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And as you can hear from Zod's disembodied howling, uh, we are back for another spooky, spooktacular yeah. Halloween Superman special. Yes, Halloween's an American holiday, but uh, I love horror. It's my favourite genre, you know, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. Oh. And I, yeah, I enjoy the whole kind of hubbub that is Halloween. Yeah. It's, it's it's pretty fun. It's an excuse to watch horror films and, and to be spooky. Some, some Australians, especially the old fuddy-duddies, they get pretty cranky about, Halloween's an American holiday, yeah. why are you celebrating it? It's like, well, dude, because it's fun, you... Yeah. Um, well, apparently, how about around your street? Do you know if they celebrate it? Because they do around uh, well, that. Well, this would be area. my first yes, one here, yeah, but I don't... So. I wouldn't think so. Maybe I'll get okay. some candy just in case. Um, well, they they do. They do it around here in our okay. place. I'm. Uh, I, I can't wait to to trick a lot of people. You know. I think there's too many in. like meth people around here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, trigger, unfortunately. Trigger um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one of those neighborhoods. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, uh, we're recording, we, we won't have feedback for this because we're, we're recording it, um, beforehand, before our usual schedule, we're just trying to fit everything in, mm-hmm. so we're doing it now. So you're listening to our past selves. Yes, um, old or and, future. Old and done. Yeah, future also. Uh, yes. but this year, so Ray couldn't make it last year, uh, for the Phantom King, um but i did send feedback though yeah he did send feedback um but uh the year before that uh was our first one uh mm-hmm. which was um uh the dracula and frankenstein yes yeah, very cool barrel of fun yes. um and oh that means three years we've been doing this yeah it didn't even occur to me um <laughs> congratulations it's it's uh congratulations to us <laughs> yeah um, what do we get ourselves? What's it, what is the year of wood or something? Timber? Uh, Anniversary? <laughs> paper? Paper? Who knows? Why don't we get ourselves... Um... Get ourselves a comic. Yeah. There you go. Treat yourself, Connor, to a comic. Well, I, one is... I don't have budget for anything right now, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, it was, uh, but my point was the past two were my choices, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, or it was, yeah, yeah. Well, my choices. This this year's Ray's choice. Yes, I feel honoured and privileged. I'm. Mm. Uh, I feel I should do a speech or something, but uh, no, it uh, it was fun to pick one, Connor. Um, it was a little harder than I thought to find. Uh, yeah, you know, the. There's a reason I said I want more. I mean, I think you said you want more horror stories in general for Superman mm. because there's yes. like there's not that many. Mm. Um, yep. You know. So uh, and, well, and before we uh, reveal this this one, well, you you probably know it, listeners, when you when you see the uh, episode description. But um, you're talking about the horror stories, Connor, because when I googled it and started looking through. Uh, the one I was going to pick was, I think it's DC's House of Horrors. It's an anthology. Uh, there is a Superman story, but it's it's short. So I thought, oh, well, uh, yep. it's probably not going to last long. 
But apparently the, that anthology is pretty good. Is it? Is it House of Secrets? No. House, House, House of Horrors. Of, House of Horrors. God, there's three yeah. houses. Because I knew there was House of Mystery and House of Secrets, but that was House of Horrors oh, too. Oh. Yeah, House of Horrors, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. But I didn't go with that one. I went with another one. Yeah. <laughs> Which, shall we reveal it now? Oh, yes, and sorry, just before... Sorry, kind of, I cut you off just again. Um, but, but just before, a huge thank you to all the... Um, the last uh, last listeners uh, on the Discord because I actually did put up a question. I did oh yeah. Seek for help, saying um, what what uh, you know Superman in horror comics. You know, give us some recommendations. So a huge thank you to to all the recommendations. Uh, they, were, they were pretty cool, and one of them was this one. But I actually did pick this independently um, before I checked yeah. that Discord message. So yes, Connor, this is DC Comics presents. Superman in the House of Mystery issue fifty three. Yeah, so DC Comics presents always always fun to read. I haven't read a bad issue of this series yet, really. Um, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, DC Comics presents is kind of like Batman: Brave and the Bold. It's Superman right. crossing over with various heroes, mostly B listers, C listers, and D listers. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes A-listers will pop up, like Green Lantern and stuff, but, you know, mostly it's the lesser knowns. And uh, yeah. this Superman is crossing over with the House of Mystery, which was a sort of horror series where the character okay. in this cane was, like, the narrator for all the stories, kind of like Rod Serling in the Twilight Zone. Ah, um, right, yes. He had a particular look, didn't he? So I thought he had yeah. some significance. Yeah, and he, and he tells the stories of all the people who've, like, been in the House of Mystery and all their stories and stuff. So, um, yeah... It's a cool, cool, cool idea for a crossover. I'd like to know the backstory. Maybe the writer just got to choose, mm-hmm. you know, um, because this this was in January, so it's yes. not like it's a Halloween. I was about to say, like, this was very... Um, Although it's set in Halloween. Yeah, but it's not... It wasn't aligned for a Halloween release or anything like that, unless it was massively delayed or something. It says but, it's... Um, on the wiki page, it says it's part of a Halloween event, but when I... Click on oh. that, it just has, like, Halloween the holiday and issues that are yeah. set in Halloween. So it's not like... Right. Um, hey, that might be a good idea to just peruse that list. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, you're right, House of Horror. Um, yeah, uh, so, cool cover. Yes. Are we ready here? Are we, um, oh, we no, jumped? we haven't. Well, I've, I'm oh. kind of... I'm, like, in the metaphysical realm right now, so I'm all over okay. the place. Um, but, yeah, no, if you want to catch up, we can fly over to the House, House of Mystery. Yeah. Which I I'd believe is actually where we fly, fly to for the first episode as well. Oh, fantastic. Oh, was it? It's really? I think so, but I can't remember 100%, but, yeah. Oh, Return, I, I thought it looked familiar. <laughs> all right, up. <laughs> all right, up. let's go. Up and away. Away. Right. Um, there is no synopsis for this Excellent. one because I only just remembered <laughs> right <laughs> now that I'm like, wait a minute, there's no synopsis for this. But we don't need one. We'll just go through it. Uh, as exactly. A, I think we mentioned before we're going to be doing less synopsises if there's no synopsis. Yeah, um, for sure. But, only if it's available. Yeah, or, or if we really want to do it. 
Um, but you know, we don't we don't really need to for this one. Um, so yeah, DC Comics presents fifty three Superman and the House of Mystery. So we have a ghoultastic cover. It is very um, ghoultastic. We have all different sorts of odd bods, ghosts uh, and ghoulies. Yes, coming out of the the House of Mystery, I can only assume, with Kane, the narrator there, um, trying to to uh, dissuade Superman from entering. Yeah. And then actually, I mean, re- having read the issue as well, what he says uh, is very relevant. Like, go away, Superman, because there's a word balloon on the cover, uh, folks. Uh, go away, Superman, before you turn into a monster too. So that actually does play into the story. Mm, it does. With the kids, I mean, but we'll get to that. Oh, okay, yeah. I was, yeah. I was about to say it does, but I can't remember. <laughs> you know, I just read it. Um, it was like, yeah. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll read out the credits here. Mm-hmm. So the writer is Dan Mishkin, who did, you know, a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons, Dragonlands. He did heaps of stuff, Hawkman, uh, House of Mystery, DC Comics Presents. Mm-hmm. So he did, he's done issues all over the place. Um, and, uh, hasn't written much Superman, but I guess DC Comics Presents is all Superman. So he wrote, did a brief run on that. Um, and the artist is Kurt Swan. Which I was very happy. Legend, yep. Um, I'm not sure if he's the cover artist. No, the cover artist is Ross Andrew, but the oh, interior. Oh, because it looked very, it looked similarish. I thought. I mean, it's I, the I, house I love the cover. Style. It didn't. It yeah. doesn't strike me as Kurt Swan because it's not quite detailed okay. enough. Right. But that could be like the coloring and the inking as well. But um, and the uh, inker is Tony Desaniga. Mm-hmm. Colorist is Gene D'Angelo, and letterer is John Costanza. Costanja. Um, yeah. Costanja. So, <laughs> uh, we actually have our opening. We have Kane narrating the opening here. Mm-hmm. As he does, which is a nice touch. Um, breaking the fourth wall, looking yep. at us. Yep. Yeah, because he does that in House of Mystery, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a knight. So, you know, he's... Uh, I'll read it out, because it's a cool little yeah, setting just the scene. Yeah, scene. Yeah. Startling salutations, superfans. Kane, your humble host here with a tale of magical mischief. No, you haven't picked up the wrong comic, for this is Halloween, a night when even Earth's greatest superhero may not be safe. Listen closely now, as DC Comics presents Superman in the House of Mystery, The Haunting Dooms of Halloween. So we have a great opening page, because Kane's leaning on a... He's hiding on, like, a tree, like a satyr or Mm. something. (laughs) Yes, um, very unnatural, but uh, but it kind of it kind of works with his his hairstyle, his his kind of visage because he does look a little bit odd. Definitely, um, and we have we have like a kid in a Superman costume going up to a suburban house. Mm. Yeah, it didn't take long here, Connor, before uh, I, I was scratching my head in a good way. I mean, they don't waste any time with this. We're, we're talking yeah. what three panels in. Yeah, it and gets then, crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one of those panels is the opening page. Um, yes. So, you know, this kid's like, oh, trick or treat, and the one's like, oh, you know, nice costume, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, Mrs. Fester, quit kidding. You know, I can't really fly. Uh, and then we get an Alaka swish. Yes. And the kid turns into Superman. <laughs> yeah, which is very strange. It's like, what the... Um, and the woman's, you know, she's, oh my goodness, and he flies off. 
Yes. She's like, tell me what's going on. He's like, sorry, ma'am, I've just spotted an emergency with my supervision. Got to go up, up and away. So he flies off, and then we get a shadow. Yes. There. Which pretty much reveals it straight away, doesn't it? I didn't actually notice this. Really? Yeah, oh, okay. I think I think I wasn't paying that much attention, so I thought it was like Superman's shadow or something. Um, oh, okay. But okay. yeah, no, I just it's... Thought, yeah, you can see the the profile, the bowler hat. Yeah, and it, it's the yeah. shadow of our favorite fifth dimensional imp. Yeah. Um. Also, just kind of try and read this issue if you can. DC Comics presents fifty three, especially since we have no synopsis, so mm, you might yep. be a bit lost otherwise. It's well worth it as well so Definitely. you can track it down they yeah. really need to collect these and reprint them i know i love the i mean yeah i love these sorts of things these you know marvel team the, up yeah, yeah. one team up you know even comics presents yeah yeah right yeah and they're just not collected and they don't sell as we talked about yeah as well but i'm sure a collection would sell anyway um uh, so we have a costume party originally mm-hmm. i thought this was like Lois Lane was hosting a party and it was full of superheroes. And I'm like, wait a minute, but no, it's just a costume party. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's... how cool is... Yeah, sorry. Go on. Oh, no, sorry. Go on about, about her costume, right? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, she's just Cleopatra. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I just think that it's such a cool thing to have Clark Kent as Green Lantern. Yeah. So if ever you wanted to imagine... I don't know, Clark Kent as a Green Lantern, he's, he's in costume, so it's just really weird because you don't associate him with it. And it's... Yeah, it looks weird, but it's cool. And it's also, I guess, maybe it's a play on the fact that Clark Kent acts, like, super cowardly. Yeah, ah, whereas, like, okay. Green Lantern is the opposite of that. It's strength of will over fear. Um, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, yes. And we have Steve Lombard dressed as Hercules. Oh, far out. He, he hams it up totally, doesn't he, as well? Oh, he I always mean, love... does, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he hasn't got the, um, is he more well-known with his signature? Doesn't he have, like, a moustache, usually, or is that... He does sometimes. Uh, oh, really? Okay, because I've always back, seen him Back in this day, he he didn't have a moustache, okay. generally. Okay. But he, um, yeah, he's looking at his own muscles, he's admiring himself, it's pretty funny. It, it's the most I've seen him love himself, although oh, yeah. that's saying a bit, because he does really kind of talk himself up a lot. Yeah. He's yeah. a huge jerk. Um, yeah. Like, so I read is, a, he, is he a, a, a huge lovable jerk, or is he just really one that you, you despise, Connor? Both. Oh, okay. Because he, he generally comes through, he's like, if Clark ever dies or something, he's like, oh man, that sucks. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's funny, I read, I read a Bronze Age arc recently um, for... Uh, I, was, I was doing research for Signal of Doom, which I actually guessed it on recently mm-hmm. for a superman retro special about five hours so go check a that out a super episode it had to be broken up in two yeah it did um <laughs> and there was also some other dc stuff there too but anyway uh i was doing research for that and i read this four issue arc where um clark where superman loses his powers if he changes into clark kent but gets them okay. back if he don superman costume so he's living his life as clark kent and he decides to live a week just as clark kent Mm-hmm. And he just he just kind of becomes more assertive naturally. Okay. And it's pretty funny because he like starts sticking up for himself. Like he thumps Steve Lombard. Oh, and he keeps right. hassling him. Like yep. it's pretty satisfying to read. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So we have someone in a Supergirl costume at the door. Uh, we have Wonder Woman, Wonder Girl, The Flash, Caesar. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually spend time to look at the others in this um, establishing shot, but yeah. 
Right. Um, and we have Jimmy Olsen as Thor, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Old school Thor, and and more accurate if you were actually to because Thor apparently had like flowing red locks as well. Well, oh, he doesn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really look like Marvel's Thor. No, which I um, think they they had to probably steer clear from. <laughs> um, which I'm glad to be honest, because yeah, yeah, know, me too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no reason to draw attention to. I like Norse mythology, Thor. Mm. Part of me yeah. is always going to be a little bit annoyed that when people think of Thor, they think of like the superhero and not the uh, yeah yeah figure of myth. Even though they're kind of the same, I don't know. But um, I yeah, I really like the design of the Thor costume because it's very Thor, old fashioned. Yes. The hammer's not elaborate or anything. It's just. No, it's more to the, the yeah the, the classic myth. Um, yeah. So, and, and so in in here as well, there's actually a couple of again, a, a couple of things that will keep you wondering as a reader because this party's going on and this Superman, yeah. who you could have mistaken for being the real Superman for some reason in that first few panels, he crashes in, and Clark Kent's there. So for any um, confused readers, Clark makes it absolutely clear that it's not you know, him it's not him because i'm superman he thinks so yeah. readers you're, you're self-assured that and he's using his uh, x-ray vision as well yes yeah but the other thing is thor uh, jimmy is he's got this power now <laughs> yeah, all of gets, a sudden the lightning strikes his hammer and he you know yeah uh i love <laughs> i love this setup here he's like because Superman's like, he's going to take off Lois Lane, and Lois is like, hey, can you tell me why? And he's like, no, fake Superman, I mean. Yeah. And Jimmy's yeah, like, yeah. just a second, pal. You ought to at least tell <laughs> tell the heavens to unleash their fury for the mighty Thor walks the earth once more. <laughs> it's like, a... good heavens, Jimmy's been mind... magically transformed into a real thunder god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just his, his mind just turns into that of the real god. Yeah. Um, also, as well, Connor, did you find it a little, I think I found it a little funny to have... Is it Perry White? I'm sure it's Perry White. It's Caesar. He's obviously chosen himself. Yeah. His, uh, his costume. Uh, and he always says, Great Caesar's Ghost. Yeah. That, oh, does he? That oh, just okay. clicked in my head. Yeah. Great Caesar's uh... Ghost is like his catchphrase. So that's actually pretty funny. It's a little touch as well. It doesn't like, it doesn't go, Hey, look, Perry's no. dressed as Caesar. It's just like a nice yes. nod. Ah, right. Which that they would totally do today, I think. They big a big splash page with. Like Perry White, spell going, it out. I'm Caesar, yeah. but uh, yeah, I love how he's still smoking a cigar as well. Yeah, chomping on the that's how I kind of knew it was Perry, basically, in that and the yeah. white side, um, side, um, the grey hairs on his yeah. temple. So Superman flies off with Lois, um, and the Superman's a magical duplicate, uh, and so I really like. I think this is pretty cool here how. Clark's like, well, other people are getting powers. I've got to fly after them, so I'll just make yep. everyone think that I've got Green Lantern's powers. Yep. This is pretty nifty, and it's pretty fortuitous that Clark actually picked the Green Lantern costume. You know, could you imagine if yep. he just picked Caesar, for instance? Um, he couldn't really do anything with that. Uh, but with the Green the, the Green Lantern ring, he can kind of screen his own secret identity by like saying oh i'm being magically transformed as well and yeah. off he flies so, i thought yeah, that was smart. really clever i really like that yeah. plus i like green lantern so it was cool to have him dress up as green lantern um, mm. and uh so he flies after them and... and we get again some some supernatural shenanigans he's flying two innocuous birds 
there. Yeah. And they get transformed into, I guess, just giant eagles. I mean, they don't look totally monstrous, but yeah. I'm assuming they were pigeons, but they now look like something else. Um, and Clark, uh, he he admits as well that he has um, he falls short when it comes to magic, but he doesn't have to do much to them because it, it what does he say um they have no supernatural abilities of their own so they're just yeah. they're just giant birds it's like when so someone he, conjures a bunch of rocks around him they're still just rocks yeah yeah so he um uses his super strength and speed and he he kind of does a little um twirly yeah. thing and they get disorientated and off they fly although i mean they i guess mr mcspitlick would be conjuring them so it might not even be magic um, but I guess right, I guess yeah. he can probably conjure magic if he wants. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's a, I mean that's a good point. So Mister Mitzpiklicks, he's a cosmic entity, right? Yeah, he's like on another the fifth dimension, so like a higher plane of existence. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's far beyond like magic. It's more like a like reality it's, warping. It's just, we can't even comprehend high. his true form. Yeah, okay. um, which you know was was. Probably the only shortcoming of Kurt Swan. Um, <laughs> it was a terrible, terrible interpretation of what he... Of the, even the dialogue like. just didn't match up. Um, yeah. Like, this horrific yeah. mass of things, and it's just this kind of... Yeah. Dude with, like, um, a big head. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Then, then you get, like, writers like Grant Morrison, who I'm sure would have probably had side notes as well. Like, I'm thinking of the Chronovore. Yeah. How potentially it could look like, you know, this unimaginable being... Um, so I, I'm assuming with writers and artists, they've got to be at least some um, pointers as to what to do with with such a, a hard thing to describe. But I think yeah. they did well with the Chronovore. Oh, they did absolutely um, well with it. But yeah. with the Mitspitlik one, um, yeah, it wasn't probably lacking description. I think. And unfortunately, it was a pretty crucial moment as well. Um, <laughs> it was. It was. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's tantamount to watching a really cool and scary movie, whatever, and then just getting really dodgy special effects in the finale, mm. you know, with the big reveal. It's like, what? That's a guy in a suit. It's like, oh, this incomprehensible horror. Oh, it's like a worm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, because it, 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 if, if Spitlick lived up to the description, then I'd probably give that story a higher score. Um, but, that, you was, know. Yeah, that was the only downfall, really, of it. It was a yeah. pretty good story from memory, that was the only really dis- uh, really disappointing thing. I had a couple of problems with it, but if people want to know, right. they can go listen. Um, yeah. Two episodes. It's good. It's long. We have Robert on there from Swamp Things. Uh, so, yeah, Superman dispatches the eagles. He flies off um, following... Oh, he can't find a trace. And then we cut to the House of Mystery, uh, far away from the city lights, nestled among the haunted hills and hollows of the southern... Uh, do you yeah. know how to pronounce that? <laughs> No. Appalachians. Appalachians, yeah. You keep reading, I'm going to look it up. A solitary structure structure sits. Uh, For some, it is a place of dread. For others, a last refuge. And not all of those who have dared to cross the threshold have found a way to leave the house of mystery. So they're just a series of mountains, which is kind of what I figured anyway. Appalachian. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, we have Kane entertaining um, a bunch of kids. I haven't read much House of Mystery, so I'm not really sure, like, how the kids got there or whatever, but yep. they just seem to be normal trick-or-treating kids. Yeah. Um, and he's telling stories, as he does. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, ooh, I'm going to tell you a shocking story, blah, blah. And then Mr. McSpitwick, poof, he just pops up. <laughs> yeah, he does. And Kane recognizes him. He's like, oh, I thought I'd seen the last of you when you skipped on your rent, Mr. Ridiculous. And I was just yeah, like, okay, yeah. I, I don't know if that's an actual story, but it sounds funny. Um, like, why, just, is, why is he renting in this house? Or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've forgotten already. I mean, it may reveal it later in this issue, Connor. But does does Kane have any any formidable powers to him? I don't think so. I oh, I okay. don't know. Like, I really don't know that much. I mean, I know the basic thing. Like, he's a storyteller. Like, I, yeah, that's probably yeah. I don't think he really does much outside of like his Rod Serling thing. Yeah, because um, he seems he seems quite comfortable with Mitspitlick. You know what I mean? Um, so. He know, maybe he's just his thing is knowledge. He just knows about everyone and everything. That's all. Yeah. He didn't didn't seem too surprised. They obviously had been acquainted before, but um, I think he knows the extent of Mitspitlick's powers, and he, he just oh he seem would. Too, but, he's yeah, very he just doesn't seem too phased by it. That's all. Um, he's in Sandman apparently, Kane. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, if anyone does know, feel free to hit us up. Um, but uh. Yeah, so Mr. Mixpickleek's now the fun's about to begin, and Superman, mm-hmm. fake Superman, has just landed with uh, Lois. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're like, what are you up to? And he's just like, I'm just having my laughs at the expense of Superman, you know, yes. on Halloween, because, you know, he's a jerk, that's what he does. Exactly, <laughs> and who, who knows what his real intentions are? He's just, like, um, this is for the most part, isn't it? It's, bit, like, it's just amusement to him, really. Yeah, yeah, it's just, he's just, he's pretty much just a prankster, just on a, yeah. like, cosmic scale, <laughs> um, mm. you know? And then the kid turns back into himself, and, uh... With know, the other kids, so he's found his, uh, his kin. Um, I want to point out the some of the close-ups here are really good like mr mcspitlick's face McSpitlick, yeah he's got a very well in that in that face it's very um how shall i say it's uh, not so gremlin like no yeah it's very kind of um just friendly yeah yeah i don't know about friendly but jovial i would say yeah um, i mean then... like i don't know i was about to say calm or something but it, it, it seems to have a a, a, a placid quality to the face yeah Rather, it didn't seem to have any sinister dealings underneath it. But we all know, you know, if you're super fans, I guess, what he's capable of. Yeah. And so he's like to the kids, hey, do you want to help your old Uncle Mixie with his fun? And they're like, yeah. And so he just, yeah. he really just starts wreaking absolute havoc on every... Um, he does. Much to the annoyance of Kane, because he's like, you know, he's just walked into his house and he literally turns all these kids into ghosts and ghouls and he vampires does, which and is werewolves. Pretty funny. Um, I love I love it how yeah with the introduction like the kids just with the sheets they're they're really just turned into these like um, wobbly specters like yeah. the real ghosts and that girl uh, she had a, a mask of a, a green haired guy on um, oh no she didn't no, there's a girl that's a girl behind her uh, behind the person and the other person who had the wolf mask is turned into a wolf and uh, everyone else is kind of turned into other classic monsters i guess you get a vampire there which we'll see a bit later it's and, like uh, this dude he just he just doesn't care who he is inconveniencing no. he just rocks up and he's like hey i know this is your house but i'm just going to use it to prank superman so yeah you know oh, too bad for care. you um absolutely which i love it, like <laughs> yeah they're totally beneath him i guess it's just like he, they're just yeah, pawns for him to the just universe like, is his playground well the, yeah you know um 
Exactly. And a great shot of Superman flying. Um, yeah, a very difficult perspective to pull off, but I think I think Kurt Swan's done that. Yeah, because he's I guess he is flying pretty fast. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, and then we have the super sniff. God, he catches a whiff, <laughs> catches a whiff of something. Of I'm his, hoping uh, it's something good. <laughs> a fragrant scent. Um, yes, which was established earlier. Lois made mm. mention, I'm wearing this new perfume because of my Cleopatra suit. Um, so it's very distinct from what she usually w- wears or, you know, uses. Yeah. And so Superman's able to lock in like a bloodhound. Plus he probably likes sniffing Lois anyway. Um, he does. He does. I'm sure he's sniffed <laughs> her clothes before. <laughs> um, so, oh, and uh, speaking of setup, uh, I love how Kane calls Mick Spitlick Mr. Ridiculous. Because <laughs> if he can't pronounce his name, that's actually kind of close to like what his name sounds like. Oh, um, right. right. Oh, Mr. Ridiculous, a... Mr. McSpitlick, and, you know. Yeah. There are a few, like, attempts. There's one, isn't there, like, um, it's almost like a Mickle Pickle? Like, I think it's spelled, <laughs> like, McSpickle or something like that. Um, yeah, so there are a few little plays on his name. Yeah. Um, which I think is a little bit cheeky on the behalf of, of Kane as well. It's, I think it's... Um, oh, he's deliberately annoying. Deliberately, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know... As Mick Spitlick's like, I'm back, chum, but it's not yep. Mr. Ridiculous, it's Mr. Mick Spitlick. I've heard people yep. call each other chums. Um, uh, yeah, so Superman finds the house. Yes. So this is where it all begins. The real Superman now has, yes. uh, has um, trailed Lois's scent to this house. Yeah. And, uh, and off he goes with the, the, the twist of a knob. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a cool, it's a cool like you know, shot outside the house. This imposing house and Superman standing outside, yeah, looking small in comparison. Mm. Um, but surely what could what could phase Superman? But um, Mongol, Mongol. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I guess he he didn't because at this point he does not suspect that Spitlick at all. So, you know, yeah, and only him he could probably pull it off. Is that fair to say? I don't know. Does he? Unless he knows other higher, greater cosmic beings that can pull illusions like this. Probably. Um, oh, I mean, magic. When magic's concerned, yeah. they can do a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. It could be like Blaze and Satanus, which are two of Superman's magical foes. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so he enters the house, and it's like, uh, it's, welcome Superman to the house of mystery you come seeking Lois Lane know you that she is safe within my walls enter if you dare try to find her but you must reach mm-hmm. her by midnight the witching hour for after the clock strikes 12 she will be lost to you forever and it's 11 o'clock one hour and Superman goes what happens at midnight house <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. pray it's you never learn house. Superman yeah. Lois Lane's fate is in your hands. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. So, Superman's X-ray vision isn't working. Yep. He's like, well, there can't be that many rooms. I've got an hour. Um, and what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, I can do it in a matter of minutes. So he opens the door, and a big tentacle monster grabs him. Um, <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with tentacle monsters. I'm sorry. They uh, The octopus itself is such a weird and alien being, so you, you put freaky. that in... in Horror, like we talked, we talked previously about Lovecraft and all that, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Uh, it does conjure up really horrific things. Although interesting enough for me, this was coloured yellow, like yeah. bright yellow, and um, it's not a very yeah, sinister colour. 
No, yeah, I would have thought that would have been like darker or, or something like that. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's kind of inherently goofy because it is wearing a digital timepiece. Yeah, um, that's right as well. That's um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Mr. McSpitlick and Kane and the kid are observing, but they're invisible. Mm. Um, yes. And they're also like on a different angle <laughs> on the wall. They're oh, on like yeah. the side of the wall. This um, is where it gets a little loopy as well. Yeah, so Superman flies away from the thing, and he uh, says the next doorway's up on the ceiling. So it does get loopy. There's a lot of fun with, like, different perspectives and stuff. Ooh, but he yeah. goes to the next door, and it's all sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, 90 but, degrees tilted, actually. Yeah. So and he, he initially thinks that, like, you know, this is... Who cares? Because he's dealt with a lot of cosmic stuff before. Yeah, and he, he flies in, like, zero gravity and stuff. So. mm but he does feel the effects here. Yeah. 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 Um... So again, just something maybe Mitzpitlick has done to him to to actually intentionally make him feel disoriented. Yeah. 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 Um, or it could be the house itself. It could be the house itself. Yep, yep. All right. Um, yeah, Superman, with great artwork, is, you know, just adjusting because he lost his center of gravity somehow. Mm-hmm. And now it is good artwork, actually. There's a nice kind of mid-shot of him. Yeah. His, his head sideways. Um, yeah, really, really good. Um, yeah. And then the room tilts back to its normal. Mm-hmm. Um. Not, not before the tentacle beast still tries to have a go at Superman, but a, a short burst of art... What is it? Um, super, super breath. breath um, kind of shuts, shuts the door there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was kind of one obstacle, two obstacles, really, that Superman has encountered already, already in this house of mystery. Yeah. Um, so as he uh, he walks on by again with the three onlookers who are invisible yeah. to him, um, uh, Mitzpitlick decides to change it up a bit. Now, this was interesting, Connor. Like, he, he turns the light off, right? But Superman's sight, right... It, yeah. It, like, darkness, I'd imagine, is no, you know, obstacle for Superman. I'm sure he can see in the dark and all that. Um, I'm Maybe actually not. blanking here. I don't really know. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess... Well, I guess I can't really think of, like, any like, specific he's got microscopic vision. I'm sure he's, like, his spectrum... In his eyes, uh, just all over the place, right? So maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming that he can't see as well in the dark. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, he, I guess at the end he doesn't need to because he's got like a glowing skeleton coming towards him. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that that was hilarious. A spooky skeleton. He could I mean, have killed the kid. Yeah. Sorry, Mister Bones, but I stopped hiding under my covers a long time ago. Go um, rattle your bones somewhere else. Swoosh. Yeah. I do like how he's like, perhaps you'll fear the dead mortal. Um, but then we get, we have a huge intermission of this, like, Atari thing. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'm hoping... I didn't Connor, read it. Um, yeah, I didn't read it as well. But Thanks. it's like, then when you get past it, you're like, oh, you're actually kind of near the end of the issue. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, but we're not there yet. There's still there's still a fair bit here. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in terms oh, of the story, yeah. like, because you scroll down, you're like, oh, I'm, like, way past halfway. 
because I thought it was like a really long story, but then oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But then you, that that Atari thing is long, it's very <laughs> you know? long. And I just thought, nah, 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 and I just kept on scrolling yeah, through. It's, it's it was still not going. Bed related. Um... Nah, you can easily unless you're an Atari fan, listeners, have a good read of it. But um, I, you might. Read it after you read the full this full story. I'd imagine. Yeah, it's too break disruptive. Up the pacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Superbad just smacks away the skeleton. Swoosh. Mm. He's just falling over. Go rattle your bones somewhere else. Which I found yeah. really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, and Spickley turns on the light again to see the carnage that he's done, and it's a little kid in a skeleton suit, unconscious. Yeah. Great sons. It's only a kid in a skeleton costume, but how could I have made such a mistake? <laughs> uh, so they're still invisible. Miss, uh, yeah, Mr. Mix Missile System. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is, uh, no, it's not a Mix Missile System. It's Mid Spitlick. Yeah. Um, and then it looks like that little inlet... It looks like Superman, I thought, put him in a coffin, <laughs> but he didn't. It's just like a sofa. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah. I could see why you'd think that. Uh, yeah, just yeah. a sofa, though. Um, it is a, just a... He, he's resting up. Since Superman walks up the stairs. Up the stairs very and... Very determined. A nice paid panel, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then this... The mind games here. Utter mind games. The next one. So he goes through the door. He's in the... Uh, the Daily Planet, it seems, the office, uh, business as usual, but he's in his Superman suit. Um, Perry White goes up to him and kind of congratulates him, or um, he, he's asked him to do something for a, for a deadline. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 weird because he complies, Superman, and it's only a, a little bit later he realizes, hang on, geez, I'm uh, <laughs> like Jimmy um, ignores him. And he's like, oh, Perry's calling me Clark, but I'm in my, my Superman suit. Yeah. So, yeah. Something's off. Yeah. It's, I like how it's a bit trippy. You know, it's it is, n- yeah. not just skeletons popping out of closets. No, this psychological um, horror. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. Really, um, terrifying. Yeah. So, you know, and then Lana's there, and yet, as you said, Jimmy's stonewalling him, and... Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, Perry's like, oh, he's still mad. And it's like, well, mad about what? Well, he still blames you for what happened to Lois. Yeah. And that you yeah. didn't tell him your secret identity before revealing it to the world. Which is kind of, like, I mean, has it happened before as well? Kind of like, it, it just seemed, well, because that reminded me of the Brian Michael Bendis story, The Truth. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. funnily enough, in the, no, that's just called Truth. Truth, sorry. The one before that, the truth, is where he revealed his secret identity as well. Although it got revealed uh, for him, but okay, he told Jimmy Olsen who he was before that, which uh, I so really that's... liked. Um, yeah, but uh, in this, I don't know. I mean, his identity's probably been revealed before in this, but only in like yeah, it probably got undone or something. You know, like it was never yes. a permanent change. Yeah, yeah. At this point, um, but yeah, so it seems like Lois is dead. And, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't say Lois is dead, but it's heavily implied. Because yeah. um, maybe he didn't rescue her in time and that Lois has been outed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kane, he's like, he sees Kane in the office. With the little kid as well. Yeah, the, and he's uh, like... Original Superman. Yep. And he's at Lois Lane's desk. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, shaking him and he's like, hey, you know, where's Lois Lane? 
blah blah blah. Yes. And uh, you know, Kane gives us some exposition. This is the room of secret fears. There's secret a psychodrama fears. playing in Superman's head where the things he dreads most are coming true. Because um, yes. the kid asked Kane why Superman acting so crazy, and it yeah. tells us psychodrama is a form of therapy in which one improvises situations related to personal problem. Yeah. So the thing he most dreads. So I found that interesting. That thing he most dreads yeah. is Lois is dead and his secret identity is revealed. Mm. Which makes sense to me because he's very antsy about secret identity. Um, oh, okay. See, because I always just I just picked that up as just like Lois being dead. But yeah, yeah, he's one of his fears. Could yeah. Oh, absolutely, be. definitely. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I wanted to bring up a tidy talking point. I was just thinking of um, you know how a lot of uh. Like, post-crisis, pretty pretty quickly, like, within a few years, Lois knew who Clark was, and obviously now everyone knows who Clark is. And I just feel like, yeah. you know, in post-crisis era, maybe a lot of people didn't find Clark relatable because he didn't have the sort of angst that came with a secret identity, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people just sympathize with. Like, um, so yeah. if you have... Clark is getting a date with Lois, but it completely messes up, and she's really mad at him, but he couldn't help it because he had to help someone as Superman. You know, mm. the reader would feel bad for him, right? Yeah. But yeah. without that sort of drama there, it's like there's not much that you'd empathise with him for. Um, I'm not saying he's boring or anything, but I'm just saying, like, maybe that... Yeah. You know, there's just sometimes in those comics, there just wasn't that much going on. Yeah, that's fair enough. Considering that was, like, status quo for a long, long time for Superman, you know, I don't know, I just think, I think maybe people would have, would be more interested in the character, or, I mean, plenty, I'm acting like he's unpopular, he's not unpopular, he's very popular, Mm. but, um, you know. More popular, you're thinking of that. Well, there is, there is a very substantially sized and vocal, uh, group of comic book fans that insist that superman is boring etc mm. and you know and it's like well maybe that group would be smaller if we he still had the whole secret identity song and dance and it was still messing yeah. up his life you know yeah um, fair enough yeah for which sure. i just thought was interesting and it's the way i prefer it but again i'm not you know i i'm fine with the other way too but maybe mm-hmm. that just yeah i think it would have humanized him a bit more or something for yeah, other people. Anyway, I just wanted to. I thought that. Oh, was look, it. it's right for, for 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 plundering anyway from writers. So was it? You know. Yeah. It's going to be explored as well, and and you, um, you can't have that kind of status quo there the whole time. Um, yeah, but, but I, I, guess I get what it you're wasn't saying. There for I mean, long for sure. though. Yeah. Because they did the huge reboot, um, and that that Superman, which is the modern Superman, just didn't have that for long. That was all right. pre-crisis, you yeah. know, which a lot of current fans who say that sort of stuff didn't really read that much pre-crisis. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just find... Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, there's Swizzle Sticks. Swizzle Sticks. Not Swizzle Sticks. It's Mid-Spit Lick. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some gangsters come in as well. Yeah. Old school. Yeah, very old school gangsters. They come into the Daily Planet... And they're like, when we found out you're super bad, the boys replaced the regular pages that did the walls here based in kryptonite yeah. paint. And you, you saw, yeah, it was a great. They, they, like, you didn't notice it before. Well, I didn't at least, but the, the walls were certainly green. Um, they were. 
Yeah. But, like, it's also, like, you know, it didn't affect him until now, because it's a dream. And it's oh, yeah, the fears. room of secret fears. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's very organic. Um, so, yeah, so he, he's fallen. He, he gets a little weak, and he falls through a trap door. Um, you know, yeah. behold, behold. Uh, and he's almost, like, in a in a coffin. Mm. Yes. Well, he is in a coffin. Well, um, well, many, many people's fears as well. This, I think this is kind of like trying to relate to many people's yeah. uh, claustrophobic, or, um, you know, inclinations. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think Superman's bugged by the coffin at all, though. He just kind of gets out. He's no, like, hey, that was I a think, coffin. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I think in the this theme of Halloween and yeah, definitely. as a reader, you, you'd be going, ooh, you know, that's, yeah. you know, that's scary. Yeah. And then a vampire comes out. Ooh. And there's some the it actually flies from the top of the clock as a bat yes. and he turns into a vampire and Superman and the vampire's like, I'm the Lord of Vampires and I will learn if the flesh of the man of steel will yield before my fangs and then Superman's like, Well, I you know, I can't really just try and punch this guy's lights out because It could be a kid. Yeah. 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 So what he does, which is pretty cool, is he uh uh, makes the gas lamp explode with his heat vision, yes. which is a very brief explosion, but it's a lot of light, mm-hmm. and it uh, pretty much defeats the vampire and turns it back into the kid. Yes, which I thought was a cool solution, and uh, Kane did as well. He's like Big Blue certainly lives up to his reputation. Yes, I wonder also as well, Con. I mean, not in this particular instance because it's all kind of hallucinations and such, and and you know things aren't what they seem, but. I guess, like, you know, if a vampire Dracula did kind of attack Superman, their, their teeth would just break off, right? Um, no, their teeth generally... In post-crisis and all the vampire things I've read, their teeth can go through, because it's like really? magic. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, that that Dracula Frankenstein story we read, mm. his teeth couldn't go through on that, could they? can't really remember. Oh, I can't, I can't remember what happened there, yeah. But, pro- yeah, possibly, yeah. I, I guess it's really just down to the writer... Um, yeah, I wonder then if supernatural is magic. No. I think it is. Yeah. It, okay, it is. Okay. Um, but because uh, yeah, Superman's crossover with vampires a little bit, and they always seem mm. to be able to get through his defenses. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm just clicking over that issue now because I'm really curious. Oh, the one that we covered before. Yeah. I remember the vampire wants Superman's blood because he's like, oh, I'm oh. going to be so buff if I get his powers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just remember Superman building that, that jail. That's yeah. Yeah, the jail. Um, yeah. Funny. Which is pretty great. Uh, did you want to keep going? Uh, yeah, so Superman, obviously, he impresses Kane. Uh, they all seem a little little bit impressed. The little kid is still ha- lingering there, the kid that was Superman at the very beginning. But Spitlick, uh, I think he seems quite um, uh, impressed at Superman's kind of, uh, I guess, smarts to get out of it. Um, so anyway, after after defeating the vampire, Superman just crashes through. There's a lot of bong, bong, bongs going. Um, and he's trying to follow the trail of Lois's perfume still. So he's yeah. he's doing the old scent, um, you know, following the trail, the scent trail. Uh, he, he's aware because of the the clock is ringing out, so midnight. So he's he's actually going by each of the the strikes of the clock. So he's got twelve bongs to kind of go through, and it, it's all kind of um, that's the way it's kind of building the tension. 
he finds the room um, past an Iron Maiden and some some uh, shackles and like a dungeon room, and he opens it up. I think in the second last, like the eleventh strike of the clock, and it's a skunk. Yeah, and, um, that wah, was a little de- yeah a little deflating. I thought as well because then that last uh, the last strike of the clock goes, and uh, Superman as well, twelve o'clock. And all's not well. Yeah. Well, uh, Kal-El, you are 100% correct if you, if that was your goal, because he uh, he missed it. And he before the goal. before we reveal yes. what actually happens, I did just go through that issue. I didn't see it was yep. a very brief skin, but I didn't see Dracula managing to actually bite Superman at okay. all. So I don't know if we actually know from that issue. But I, I reminded I got reminded of the ending, which is brilliant, where he turns a balloon into the artificial sun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I had that in the back of my mind when you were describing him blowing up that uh, yeah. the lamp. The lamp. He's got yeah some wilds about him, Superman. But yeah, that balloon. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, then all of a sudden, haha! That was a corker soups. You should have seen the look on your face. And Mister McSpitlick pops up. Yep. Um, and then we get a Superman's like McSpitlick. Yeah, then... this is what I found really weird, Connor. I mean, did you find it weird? Um. No. How did you find it weird? Well, only that it seems that the arrival of Spitlick has explained everything to Superman. So he's not worried at all. Like, it's like, it's only this guy. But for me, I'm thinking, what? It's only this guy that can actually alter reality and do all this sort of really high-level stuff. Yeah, but as, as Superman says, he, it's not like he's a Luther or a Brainiac. Like, he... Yeah. But he's still dangerous, though, isn't he? Like he's still... Oh, he, he's definitely still dangerous, but, like, yeah. he's not... You know, it, he's um, it's it's a lot less worse than he thought. Yeah, like he I, knows I Lois he... is still alive somewhere. Um, okay, well, I mean, I, that must be to the fact that he he must know Mitzpitlik enough to know that Mitzpitlik, and I think he mentions that well, that wouldn't would never hurt Lois. But I mean, just for a reader like myself, is like, oh, I know about Mitzpitlik. I know he's like he's kind of classed as a villain, right? He's a he's a bit of a yeah, a, he, a troublemaker. he's a villain, but like um. Yeah. He doesn't kill, he doesn't... Nah, not, not at this stage. Um, okay. Because I would have thought... The way I'm thinking, Connor, is that like he's he's regarding all these life forms as far beneath him. So Yeah, I mean, it's... it's if, yeah, you'd yeah. think Superman would be a bit more worried. Mm. But I get... You know, I didn't mind it so much. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, because I'm, I'm not like... I wasn't like super continuity obsessed. Yeah. Oh, I am a pen to paper spreadsheets, Connor. Come on. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, no, I mean it, it wasn't. I mean, if I found it slightly qu- jarring, but that yeah, it's just a quibble for me. That's all. But um, you know, it's good that he could you know laugh it off. Um, but I guess as a reader, you know then that Lois is indeed not in trouble. That everything is okay because if Superman thinks it's okay, then uh, it should be okay. And and inevitably it is. Yeah. I guess Superman thought he just failed and Lois died, but he's like, oh, if he's just mm. pranked, then, um... But, you know, it it is... Superman is usually more concerned when Mr. McSpitlick pops up. Yeah, yeah. Um... But, uh... Yeah, he's like, you know, I'm... I'm just gonna keep wreaking havoc and playing pranks on you, because you won't be able to get rid of me, because I'm just too smart. <laughs> yeah, you can't make me say my name backwards. Which he probably says every time. He's like, that. Nah, you'll never do it. Um... Yes. So the kid goes, hey, I've got an idea to Kane. Very smart kid in his bowl cut. And then this was weird. (laughs) 
when Lois yeah. comes in and he's like, Mr. M had me locked in a room full of comic book artists chained to their yeah, drawing boards. Yeah, that was funny. It's like, I they wanted me always... to free them, but I couldn't take the responsibility of letting them loose on the world. Is there a joke here that I'm missing? Or I, mean, look, I don't know what the, the particular in-joke was, but I found it absolutely hilarious because it was a nice little, um, I guess, what, metaphysical thing? I mean, she's talking, she's in the yeah. comic books and she's talking about comic book artists and... Um, who was it again? Is it Mitch? Uh, sorry, who was a writer? He must have been having a having uh, a go. Dan, Dan. Uh, yeah, that guy. Dan Mishkin. <laughs> Mishkin. Yeah, he must have had a little little rib there. Probably, just an, probably an in joke. That's what I think about it. You know, just self self denigrating um, joke about. Well, actually, he's he's talking about comic book artists, not not uh, writers. So he's probably having a little jab at them. Probably a little healthy jab. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought that was funny, actually. That was unexpected. And, um, yeah, no, I really did like that. Um, yeah. Love that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and then um, the little kid. So this is cool. Uh, so Kane goes, um, that's right, Superman, old. And then he says it backwards. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Spitlick's name backwards is my buddy, and he's here to stay. So this whole build-up, and the kid is so smart because all throughout the story, Kane has been intentionally or unintentionally mispronouncing Mitspitlik's name. Yeah. So I think just as a reaction, Mitspitlik goes, why, thank you, Kane, but it's not blah, blah, blah. It's... And then so he he gets whisked away to his fifth dimension um, because he got tricked into saying his name backwards. Um, yeah, which is, yeah, you know, just like pretty, cause it's cool. Cause it, 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 although it would just be hokey, but it was set up before. Yeah. So it works and it was funny. Oh yeah. No, no, absolutely. no, because yeah, you, you know, the tactic that he's using because he's kind of like, I don't know, it's the subtle thing of him just yeah. trying, trying to get him to, um, uh, correct Kane mm. and, and it, you know, you may have been annoyed at Kane for the fifth time mispronouncing his name so yeah it was it was good yeah and you know that that's pretty much the issue we get like a last panel with superman lois the kid and uh kane there and superman's like let's hope that's the last trick for this halloween <laughs> and kane goes that reminds me i still have some treats in the fridge anyone for stuff lizard tails what is is what, okay is he he's human right or I thought maybe like he's got some weird diet. <laughs> yeah. I think he you just know. eats spooky stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, what a weirdo. So I don't think he's human either. Comb your hair, Kane. Jeez, bloody hell. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah. So, um, that was the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the next Superman team up in that series is Green Arrow with special guest star Black Canary. Yes. Um, I do not like Green Arrow, as I went into on Signal. <laughs> I think he's a jerk. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that was a fun issue. It was good. It, um, it, it definitely had the Halloween elements there. Um, it, I feel like it could have been more. It could have been that's, better. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, it... Um, we saw the Halloween elements with the kids who were transformed into the vampire or the ghosts, or yeah. which were, and and we were in the house of mystery. But I think in essence, the 
the challenges that Superman faced weren't necessarily Halloween-esque. But we saw, going back, they were more psychological in the um, the uh, the dream of the fear. What is it? The dream of fears or something? Yeah. Um, towards the end, uh, there was that kind of uh, disorienting um, room, uh, and there was this tentacled beast, which you know, yeah, it's probably probably close to horror as well. But yeah, I mean that's not to detract from the the issue. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but um, if anything, I, I think it, yeah, as you said, it could probably have done to have a, a little bit more, maybe horror, in there. Yeah, um, it, it could have. It I just, mean, like, yeah. I don't, I don't think it needs to be full blown horror, but just no, more no. fun, fun, spooky stuff, you know. And it's yeah. I, I mean, with with the concept as well of the House of Mystery and Superman, you could have done so much with it, and it just feels like mm. it was a bit, uh, you know. Yeah. And like, I love Kurt Swan's art. It was still great here. But it yep. did feel like maybe this was a bit of a rush job. Oh, really? Okay. Well, just yep. for me, I feel like maybe I had to hammer this out before a deadline. Like, I didn't think it was rough. Yeah. It just wasn't quite as detailed in some parts, no. you know? I mean, well, certainly the story as well probably lends itself to it being um, not that, shall we say, like high priority. You know what mm. I mean? It, it's a it's a one-off special. Uh, it, it's in the DC Comics Presents... Um, yeah, so maybe maybe you yeah maybe he's just... still good though, and there were still some really yeah. great panels. But um... oh, his art is is, is fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's always always good, uh, except for that bit that we discussed. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't you know, it's not it's not groundbreaking or anything like. Not to say that every issue has to be groundbreaking, but uh, it was just a decent uh, a, a decent fun escapade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just a bit of fun. I mean, let, should we yeah. give it ratings? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's let's give it House of Myster- Houses of Mysteries out of ten. Um, okay. I'll go first. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Six. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. A- any other comments for that or? No. Okay. I did all mine really. Um, yeah, I'd be the yeah because I'm about to say I'd be the same. Um, first thing that came into my head was a, a, about a six, uh, so a little bit above. Um, so five obviously is a pass, just a hard pass. Um, a little yeah. bit more to that, like the art was good. There were there were some amusing moments, like it wasn't bad, as, you know. Yeah, nothing yeah. about it was bad. It was just like no, pacing, it, I mean, it was it was still good. It was just like you know not yeah, remarkable. The, um, no, exactly. I mean, the pacing was good, but the pacing was fine. Um, it wasn't overly kind of written, um, and and the the concept, the story was kind of s- simple enough. So yeah, the, yeah. the concept didn't really live up to the concept, didn't mm. live up to the hype, even though they did oh, the do some cool the, stuff. Um, yeah, the concept of the house of mystery. Yeah, yeah just yeah, the yeah. concept of this whole crossover, really. Like, uh, but you know, mm. whatever, still good. <laughs> They can't all be like you know super good. So no, exactly, and it's not terrible. So, no, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. I think for a 23-page uh, story, it's just, yeah, just a bit of fun. Yeah. Read it every Halloween if you want, or every every third Halloween. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess that's it for us, right? Yeah. Do you have anything to add? No, just, um, so, Connor, this is coming out around Halloween, isn't it? Around yes. that kind of, yeah. yeah. So, um, for listeners out there, if you celebrate Halloween, or if you're, 
um, enjoy good horror. Just make sure you enjoy the the celebrations. Uh, go watch some great movies or TV shows. Uh, read more, more comic books, more horror-based ones. And uh, if you're a sweet tooth, uh, go out to, to do a bit of trick-or-treating. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it'll be a lot of... And yeah, and, until next time, make sure, um, I don't know, you don't go into the House of Mystery, even though it's, you know... <laughs> yes. For sure. All right. See you. Catch up. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.